strategize together. Let's hear it from an expert. Join the conversation, it's informative and free. You and me, let's talk some strategy. Here's your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam. Hello, everybody. My name is Doreen Morin Van Dam, and welcome to another episode of Strategy Talks. I want to welcome those of you who are here live with us today. Thank you for being here. Make sure you let us know where you're joining us from. If you're watching this on the replay, put hashtag replay in the comments and to those of you who are listening to the podcast, a special welcome to you as well. I want to do a shout out to our sponsor, Social Insider. They are the intuitive dashboard for social media analytics, reporting, and competitors analysis for brands and agencies. Thank you so much to Social Insider. If you need data, you need to go check out Social Insider. And without much further ado, I want to introduce you to my guest today. Her name is Sharon Washington. She and I have been connected for at least five years, maybe longer when she comes on. She can correct me if I'm wrong, but she is a marketing and communications professional who has imparted her wisdom and expertise for over two decades. She is a renowned, sought-after international speaker, trainer, facilitator, and professor. So thank you so much, Sharon, for being here today. Thank you for having me, Doreen. I'm excited. I, I always like talking shop with you. I always like talking shop with you. This I know, exciting. and I do too, because I learned from you. <laughs> I have attended two events hosted by you. They were incredible. I sat in on sessions that you hosted at your own event. I <laughs> uh, absolutely loved it. And the main thing that I've learned from you, and I have been a marketer for quite a few years, but that you, you would say this over and over, marketing is not sales. Marketing no. is not sales. And it's such an important thing. And I know we're not talking about that today, okay. but I might have to have you come back okay. and explain that one. Because Always. as a social media manager and as a community leader, I get this question all the time, right? Um, I got hired by somebody, they want me to do their social media, and now they're upset because they're not making sales, right? right? And so we're going to talk about that. That's a completely different episode. Today, we're going to talk about optimizing your brand for success. Yes, um, which is challenging in this new, this next, I, I hesitate with saying new normal. I believe this is the next normal because everything changes, right? You and I have been around enough to see faxes, you know, email marketing, what have you. Um, I think optimizing your brand in the next normal, at least for me and for the clients that I've been dealing with, um, is very key to understanding that there's another thing coming. So we always have to be, if, if we start out this one thing, I would say we should start out understanding that you have to be adaptable. I mean, completely adaptable because the marketplaces change, the people in the marketplaces change, products and services have changed in the marketplace. So adaptability is that one thing that I would like to tell people to start off with. Right. And I think that is so true. I just came back from California where I attended Social Media Marketing World. 
And the big talk is about Web 3.0 and NFTs mm-hmm. and coins, Bitcoins and cryptocurrency. And man, if you're not understanding any of this, <laughs> you're right there with me. But I want to and I'm learning. And in order to be relevant, yes. you have to keep re- learning. So I love that you started out with that. So brand success, optimize your brand for success. What are some other things that, you know, t- and, and it makes sense, right? You're positioning yourself as a brand. So in order to be successful as a brand, what are some things that you have to think about? Um, so I, for me, it's about the pivot. So I started off one way, and I think I hear that with a lot of a lot of my businesses, not just small, but my medium-sized business, the larger businesses, they believe that because they've catered to one thing or or they're, they've had success in one area, that they have to stay there. Even if it's doing bad, right? Change. Oh, my God. I don't understand. It. People have a hard time with change. I know both you and I have pivoted our business several times since we've known each other, right? Absolutely, Actually, absolutely. in the green room, we were taking notes. You know, yes. what are you working on, Sharon? <laughs> what am I working on? So we can network, right? And we we know what each other's working on. That's one way to set your brand up for success, pivoting. I love pivoting. that. Yes, you got to pivot. And pivot just means that you're standing tall in what you do and able to reach out to other things. I, I think that people feel, and I know this is true when we talk about in marketing, that's our other, other show. But when we talk about targets, right? We're so afraid. I call this a mindset of scarcity. We're so afraid to move from one target to another because we feel like we're dropping or abandoning a, a target that may have worked for us. Well, if I go to this new target, what happens to this old target? Nothing, right? <laughs> so the same with when we talk about building your brand, you can still leverage and optimize the things that you used to do or your talents that you have and still bring in some new stuff. I mean, that's that's just the nature of kind of growing and scaling up. That's awesome. That's that's great. So what are some signs that it's time to pivot? <sighs> so um for me, it was boredom. Ooh, I so, actually, you know, that's a completely unexpected answer. And Sharon, I love that. Honesty, right? Honesty. It was boredom. So for me, um, I noticed that the marketplace with marketing, it was becoming too crowded. And I like unique. I'm always thinking about the next thing. The next, or oh, I want to get with people. That's like you said, NFTs and crypto coin. I'm, I'm over here taking notes. Like, wait, I gotta talk to Doran about this uh, <laughs> NFTs. I want to know. But I'm always thinking about the next piece. So I got bored. I got bored with marketing. I got bored with um, messaging on social media. I got bored with content is king. I got, I, you know, it, boredom happened to me, right? And because I have other skill sets, like I'm a communications professor, right? Been that way 16 years. So I teach gender and communication. I teach women's studies. I teach marketing too, but I also teach a lot of communication and media courses. I was like, well, well, the market is changing to the diversity and inclusion space. I can do this too. And I'm a leader. I teach leaders. I teach women in organizations. I could do leadership. So it was easy 
No, I don't even want to say easy. I don't want to misrepresent that. It was, it made sense because of my boredom that I wanted to challenge myself to do other things. And so for me, I got bored. That was one sign. Second sign is when the when your product or services aren't taken anymore. People aren't buying those services anymore. Mm. I know, I know that we the definition of insanity, right? You keep doing things expecting the same result. Yeah. Look, if for six months, and it's not even just about the um, pandemic or the things that we've been going through in society, because I had my business grew in the pandemic. Mm. So people purchase what they want, right? What they need, what's making them right. right now. It's what's making them feel good and things like that. So people will purchase what they want. It's just that, do you have what they want at the right time? And I think taking your mindset and being adaptable and flexible and going, what can I do to help what's happening in the marketplace is an excellent strategy. And just because you can alter your services a little bit, you could pivot into something totally new, but understand what, what value you bring. So yeah, so boredom and then wait, what did I say the second one? Look at that. <laughs> so your target, your target is enjoying something. Somewhere. I got so many things floating in my head. Oh, I always love talking to you, Sharon. This is awesome. <laughs> so how about, I love that you said that when people start buying your product or your services, right? That that makes sense. But sometimes people just hang on to that like, oh, maybe, maybe, you know, and they hang on too long and they miss the boat on the next new thing. Yes. Yes. And that maybe, never maybe market, never maybe brand. Your, your brand is in a maybe it's about the value it can bring in the moment. I had to learn that, right? Because again, it's about the next normal, the next normal. This just this whole situation of us having to redesign our lives in in these times um, is a testament to what has happened. If you've been, I've been in business sixteen years. There's always been some next normal. Social media came, next normal, mm -hmm. right? Pandemic came, next normal. I then became a speaker, another normal. I had, I did events, another normal. So I think it's just understanding where your value is in the marketplace and how you can build that brand in the now. Right. Um, but you have to be flexible. You got to be, have to be able to flex to those muscles and be able to see the trends. And then be willing to go there and try new things. Absolutely. And ask for help. I think we, Ooh, we stopped like doing that, that right? Yeah. So it's important to ask for help. I ask for help all the time. Like, you know, I'm taking notes. I want to start a podcast. I'm like, okay, Doreen, tell me. Tell me this magical thing to do. I'm liking this. Um, so, and it's scary. I, I understand it's scary. It seems like a lot of work. It seems challenging. But you just need to execute, be adaptable right. and just execute. You, you can't, you won't know unless you try. Right. All right. So, so how do you find out if you need to make changes in your brand? So say your brand's going along and, you know, I asked, you said you were bored or, you know, people stop buying your services. What about looking at data? I guess if you're not doing too hot, right? Right. Um, you're looking at the data and the data is showing that your brand's irrelevant or your brand is not, you know, your website's not getting the traffic. So you need to 
update, you look at that kind of data, where do you even start? How do you optimize? How do you change? How do you make that pivot? Who do you need to hire to help you do this? Because that's really what we want to get to, right? Because you need yes. help. Yes. Um, everyone. Okay. Everyone. So, okay. So, and I, I say that in jest, but there are several people in this stage that you should, you should hire. So the first person is to get a brand assessment. So someone okay. who can assess your brand. And if you're lucky enough to find someone who does branding and marketing. That's great. But remember, and I, we talked about this before, PR gets you seen, marketing gets you leads, sales gets you paid. So PR, uh, branding is more in the PR space because it's about visibility and getting you out there. So you want to you hire somebody. And I'm not talking publicists. I'm talking somebody who can analyze your brand to say, here's how we get movement. Here's how we get visibility. So a branding person. Um, I would even, maybe even a, a, I hesitate to say business coach, but sometimes a business coach can assess your brand too, or even help you find a brand person. Um, understanding your brand will then know where you can position yourself because branding is about positioning, right? So you can position yourself to actually get leads to then sell your product. Um, you can't skip it. You can't skip the process. Don't try. I would I would also say, don't do it alone. Don't do it by yourself. Like, okay. And that, and I'm going to say something there, which I've learned because I've interviewed a couple of people. Yes, yes, yes. It's like your brand, you're inside the jar. You can't read the outside label. So get out of the jar or have somebody else read the label for you. Yes. Right. And say, this is what I see when I look at you and look at your brand. So that's why you need somebody else either to grab you out of the jar and to together read the label or for somebody else to say, this is what I see when I see your brand. So very good point, Sharon. You cannot do this alone. You can't do it alone. And your brand is it for you. <laughs> it's for other people. Right. So, so what you see, I mean, I want you to love your brand and like your brand and not just the aesthetics and the nice logo and things like that, but what's your message, what you're offering, your brand, that's awesome that you like it. But I think oftentimes we forget it's not about you. It's about who you're trying to attract. So sometimes we put too much time in what we like and what we don't like because we try to put ourselves as the customer. And many times we aren't, like like um, Doreen said, like get out of the jar. We don't get out of the jar, we're in the jar. We're looking around in the inside. You, I would say leave it alone all the way. Let someone look outward or have a focus group to tell you what mm -hmm. do people think about your brand, right? Um, it's important to get an outsider's opinion so that you can move forward. All right. So you've got the PR piece. You look at your brand. Then you go to your marketing. Yes. What are some things to look at to optimize your brand for success when you look at marketing? So uh, is it marketable? What's happening now? So okay. I use um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Mm -hmm. And right now, people aren't self-actualizing. So they're not looking for their higher self. They're actually looking to fulfill something right now, right? With tangible. I want to feel good. I want to laugh. Sure. I, want it, I want it to be enjoyable. What have you, right? So it's it's more of that physiological kind of place or safety. Mm -hmm. And I and people are like, well, I don't, you know, some of my companies like, well, that doesn't really relate to me. Sure it does. We are motivated to buy things based on how it makes us feel. It's an emotional response. 
And so you have to understand whatever it is that you're selling, whether it's you're selling data services or you're selling houses, right? Right. Whatever it is, you have to find that emotional connection that provides the need to buy. So you want to build your brand around it being emotionally connected to the targets you want to reach. Okay. I love that. So now you've done that work. You've done that work work with a marketer and then you go to sales. Yeah. Does every company have to have a sales team? Here <laughs> we go. This is hard as a business owner. One of the hardest things for me is to sell my services. Can right. I just get an amen from everybody who's listening to this or watching this? Yes. Sales is really hard, even though you know you provide value, even though you know that your services can make a difference in somebody else's business. Closing that sale is really hard. Yes. Right? I would say it depends. So if you're not, if you feel like you you can't do this, first of all, you should get a salesperson to help you sell if you're a solopreneur. If you're larger businesses, get yourself salespeople to sell the product separate from your marketers. So your marketers are getting leads. Your salespeople are getting you paid. So they're taking those leads and actually going, hey, buy this stuff, right? So I would say, yes, get a salesperson. Hire somebody. I mean, hire, if, if you don't want a full-time salesperson, hire on commission, right? It, it takes you out of it. It takes you out of it and actually establishes establishes you as a business entity, not as a person, kind of if you're a solopreneur selling your services. All right. So that is the last point that I want to bring up, right? We're talking about brand. Let's talk about personal brand before we kind of hang up our hat for today. Okay. Um, personal brand, you know, I'm, my company is more in media. I've branded my um, podcast, my live show is strategy talks. Cause a lot of what I do, a lot of work is strategy, content strategy, social media strategy. Um, but I am really the person it's my personal brand. What gets me my leads, right? So when you're talking about optimizing your brand for success, should I focus more on Doreen? Should I focus more on more in media or should I look to the past where I have gotten, or does it matter what my overall long-term goals are, right? It, does it, it matter does. what I want to do in 10 years? It met, well, it even matters what you want to do in two years. So I think it's a combination of both the brand and yourself. So what I didn't know, what I wish someone would have told me in the beginning is that you're building a bank business to sell for succession. So, right. So if you're thinking about your business as succession and not you're always, because if you always are needed in the business, I mean, when are you going to, what are you going to have relax, right? Right. You're never so, going to retire. Right. But, but it does help that people can relate with somebody in the business. So I would say your personal brand is to build your credibility as an expert within the business that you work with. So you should have a personal brand and a business brand. All right. Yes. Uh, fair enough. That's good. So that's something that I personally need to work on. If you're watching this and you have laid all your eggs in the personal brand basket, um, you might need to work on getting your brand up and, and be known so you can eventually sell it. If all of your eggs are in the brand basket and nobody knows who the heck you are, you need to get on LinkedIn <laughs> and you need yeah. to get your personal brand out there. So that's yeah. really good advice. So yeah. Sharon, I have a rapid fire brand. Uh, a fire brand. Now I'm talking about brand <laughs> uh, round. 
So let's see. Emails or phone calls? Which one do you prefer? Phone calls. Okay. Uh, start late or leave work early? Stay late. Okay. In-person <laughs> meetings or remote? In-person. All In right. Person. Yes. All right. So where can people find you, meet you, connect with you to network and to learn more from you? So I'm on LinkedIn um, and Facebook at CEOP3 or Sharon Washington. You can look me up there. And I'm also on Instagram because I have a separate personal brand, the SW Life. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. So thank you to all of you who are here with us today. Thank you for um, staying to the end, listening to us talk about optimizing your brand for success. If you have follow-up questions, make sure to tag Sharon or myself in the comments. We'd love to answer your questions, connect with Sharon, and I'll be back next week with another episode. Bye, everybody.